0: ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to yet another scintillating edition of the KWUR Theater of the Air. I'm David Reinstrom. And I'm David Bernal Broadman And tonight, it is Hustle Week, son it- of Hustle Week. Oh, wait, this is it- Hustle Week 2. Hustle Week 2, the hustling. <laughs> uh, as you may know, if you've been listening to KWUR, Clayton 90.3 FM this week, it is Hustle Week. This is our pledge drive. Yes, but we will not be inundating you with repeated pleas that interrupt the programming. No, indeed, our repeated pleas will be interwoven skillfully <laughs> into the programming like a tapestry. Our you won't even notice. Our
1: repeated pleas are the programming,
0: but not in a, a
1: not a obnoxious way. way. Right, right. We are going to prove to you, scientifically, ladies and gentlemen, that you should support KWUR ninety point three FM. In fact, because nowhere else. In the world. Anywhere. Anywhere will you hear the kind of programming that you are going to hear in this next
0: hour. That is undoubtedly true. It is completely <laughs> true. It is so true, it's, it's true. And donating to KWUR may be one of the best things that ever happens to you in your entire life. It might just be. Well, no, here's why. That, I'm not just going to leave that as an unfounded statement. Right. So right now, uh, yours truly, David Reinstrom, is on the, uh, the auction block for the KWUR Hustle Week date auction. Yes, indeed. Uh, current, my current value, I believe, at this moment, although I haven't checked for about an hour or so, is $25. Uh, if you go on to my Facebook... If, if,
1: if I may? Yes, please. David Reinstrom's current auction value is $25. Ladies.
0: Ladies. So, well, I mean, uh, D- David, David goes for all, for, well, well that's, Anyway, uh, what I'm offering for the date auction— and Dudes, can, dudes, dudes can, can bid on David. Bid, too. Yes. Dudes are welcome to bid on me uh, because I'm offering a bread-making bread seminar and also a large five-quart pot of beef bourguignon homemade
1: by me. And let me tell you, folks, if you have, uh, if you have experienced the Rheinstrom bread— I'm going to call it the Rhinestrom Bread Experience here. <sighs> you you will know that this is this is a steal for twenty five dollars for for that much to experience
0: the Rhinestroming? Yes, currently the uh, the, the highest bid is going to uh, to Chloe and her fr- uh, and her roommate Deanna. who are uh, Chloe is the uh, KWUR Reggae director. Uh, but if you would like to outbid Chloe, Deanna... You may go to my Facebook page, that's facebook.com slash reinstrom and uh, bid on my wall. And just post your little dollar amount there and respond to my current, uh, my current status. We started doing this last year. Um, we, being people, K-Ware. we being KWAR. We being KWAR. We being KWAR's exec staff. And Rick Andrews and I came up with it. And Rick was the, uh, he graduated last year. He's a great guy. He was the director of metal. He was the, he was the director of the metal department here at KWAR. And he and I were some of the first – we came up with the idea of the date auction. And so what Rick decided to do is he said, I don't want to take people on a date. I don't really want to teach people how to do things. What I want to do is I'm going to offer an adventure. And this is going to be – this is going to be a long story that, that we'll, we'll come in and out of through this uh, Yes, through this because episode. it is an adventure. This was an epic, enormous thing. Anyway, last year at the end of Hustle Week, um, Rick – had stirred up uh, some sort of auction frenzy. He got he got a hundred dollar bid. Five of his friends banded together and pooled their money. And he said, "What what he said was, R- uh, I, Rick Andrews, will take you on an adventure of your choice. You request the type of adventure. I will design it. We will go on it uh, at some point in the next semester." Right. And so there were many camps. And finally, the group that won out was this group of five people that coalesced, put up a hundred bucks. Uh, and they were divided evenly between people that wanted, well, not evenly because it was five people. They were divided between um, wanting a meaning of life adventure and a uh, and a fairy tale adventure. With one minor, you know, inkling of let's have the first thought was let's have a Rick gets arrested adventure, but that was sort of thrown <laughs> away pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, it was between between fairy tale adventure and meaning of life adventure. And Rick accepted the bid and he said, okay, the auction is closed. Uh, It's going to be a meaning-of-life fairy tale adventure. And pretty much immediately, he he comes up to me and he's like, David, I'm plotting something enormous, and I need your help. I'm going to be doing this adventure. I'm going to be doing it for five of my friends. And I have but one question for you, sir. Are you the man that would be king? This he asked me. And we'll come back to that story later. The thrilling
1: conclusion later in the program. But now, we have something special. We have... Some, A uh, completely new improv theater
0: of the air sketch.
1: Never before seen.
0: Ever. In the entire history of the world. It's something, it's something we dug up from uh, some old, old television archives and, uh, and digitized the audio. It's from about, I think, 1942, when television was not, I mean, television didn't really take hold until after World War II, obviously, but it did exist during the war. Mm-hmm. It was just very rare.
1: So here's here's a gem from yeah. that era.
0: Uh, produced by, uh, by NBC and RKO together. Yes, and uh, it, it's called, David? Two Pigs in a Blanket.
2: Boop, 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 RKO Pictures presents... Two Pigs. There were two little pigs named Frank and Maurice, but they have a share of bed under the terms of their lease because they're draft-dodging swine on the lamb. I'm a pig. The army wants to draft them and turn them into ham.
3: Two pigs in in a blanket blanket. Two friends Maurice Maurice and Frank Frank. It seems
2: like they'll be together forever Just two pig friends in a big man's world Can they they make it in in the city? city. Make friends Meet a girl with just just two pigs in a blanket blanket. Two friends Maurice and Frank It It seems like we'll be together together forever 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 Uh, yeah, yeah, Frank, what is it? Uh, I was wondering if, uh, you could give me the mud sponge from the bathroom. Wait, Frank, where are you? Upstairs. Frank, what would you need a mud sponge for on the roof where my victory garden is? Sponging mud. And what would you need to sponge mud for, Frank? Frank? Uh, mud bath? Frank, are you taking a mud bath in my victory garden? Well, you know, I mean, water's scarce, the war Well you know what else is scarce, Frank? What? Food. What? The food you are bathing in, the food that we can no longer eat, cause you got your hooves all over it. Alright, anyways, Frank, we gotta get to work. The munition factory isn't gonna munition itself. Well, um uh, let me just let me just towel off. Alright, alright, that's alright, Frank. I'm sorry about the victory garden, no. I Hey, it's alright. I think we all know you've done worse, Frank. Man, I just can't wait to make those bombs for Uncle Sam. Oh, it's going to be a great day in the munitions factory. Time to make a round of rounds. Buenos días, boys. Good morning, Good Mrs. morning Rodriguez. Mrs. Rodriguez. How are my two favorite piggies today? Well, we're doing fine, just off to work, really. Did you fellas have a good breakfast? (laughs) Breakfast? We have no time for breakfast. We have to help the war front. No time for breakfast. If my husband were here, he would say, breakfast is the most important meal of the day, and that a strong, healthy American should eat breakfast every day. Well, with all due respect, Mrs. Rodriguez... Your husband's overseas. He's fighting the war, and we're helping him. And you know what he'd say? What? Nothing, because if we had breakfast, he'd be dead. He wouldn't have a bullet to kill any of them Nazis. If we took that valuable time out of our schedule of making bullets and bombs for our boys overseas, well, he wouldn't have anything to fight with, and he'd get a bullet right between the eyes. If a Nazi can aim that well... Well, fellas, I still think you should come by for breakfast sometime. Today, I made chorizo. Oh, Mrs. Rodriguez, you know we can't have that. That's made from pig, after all. Oh, silly me. I'm sorry, boys. Well, see you after work. Goodbye, Mrs. Rodriguez. Goodbye, Mrs. Rodriguez.
0: (sighs) Another long day in an empty apartment complex. Oh, someone is at the door. I should go answer it.
2: Hello? (gasps) Hello? Hello? Sergeant Stickler here of the United States Army. Are you Mrs. Gabriela P. Rodriguez? Tell me you are not delivering a telegram portending something horrible about the fate of my husband. Your husband's just fine, I think. Oh, Really, this visit's about two of your tenants. Two of my tenants? Yes. Like which two? You have two tenants who are pigs. One Maurice Q. Pig... And one Frank A. Pig. What would you want with them? Well, as you know, Miss Rodriguez, we're in wartime. And resources, well, they're scarce. And we need to draft these two boys for the United States Army. You do? Yes. As (gasps) K-rations. When uh, the boys are out of the apartment right now, uh, they're at work. They'll be back later, so why don't you
0: come back then? Oh, well, Thank you go
2: I've got to warn the boys. I'll get those pigs if it's the last thing I do.
4: Powder, casing, cone, payload, powder, propellant, casing,
2: cone, powder, propellant, shell casing, nose cone, put in the payload, and the mortar is ready. Powder, propellant, shell casing, nose cone, put in the payload, and the mortar is ready. Powder, propellant, shell casing, nose cone. Put it in the payload. And the mortar is... Boys,
4: boys, hurry up and stop.
2: (laughs) Miss Rodriguez, you know you cannot interrupt us during our mortar-making time.
4: Do you You really really want your your husband husband to to die? die? Boy,
2: of course I don't want my husband to die. (laughs) Well, Miss Rodriguez, this better be important. We're here making musical munitions for our boys. Today, a small, angry man from the army came by the apartment complex. Oh, no. From the Army? Well, Frank, this seems bad for us. Yes, it does. Uh, what did he want, Miss Rodriguez?
0: Well, he said that the U.S. Army wanted to draft you both as K-rations. <sighs>
2: That's the kind in the can, I think. Yes, I think you're right, Miss Rodriguez. I think it's the kind they give to paratroopers. That is true, just like your husband. Is. He is a paratrooper. Look, nonetheless, we can't get caught by this. What, would, what did you say his name was? His name was Sergeant Stickler. You mean me.
4: Sergeant Stickler? Sergeant Stickler?
2: Stickler? Yes, it is me. We need to eat you in our nice American military. Now look here, Sergeant Stickler, if that's really your real name. We will not be ham for Uncle Sam. Isn't that right, Frank? Sure is. Look, times are tough. We know that just as well as anyone. But we're doing our part here making musical munitions for our boys. And I'll be damned if you want to cut us up and serve them. Do you have any idea how rare two talking pigs who can make munitions are? Medium rare. You stay away from me, you animal. Don't be foolish. That would just be plain stupid. Say that again? Uh, Stupid. Stupid. Maurice, I don't think this officer is an officer at all. I'm starting to get that feeling, Frank. I think he might be a A crowd. crowd. Why, a crowd. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I mean, I am American. I am a sergeant in the United States Army. I'm as American as an apple pie. Say, Maurice, well, why don't you go up American there and see if that mustache really is real? Uh, good point, I, Frank. Good am point. As American as a... <laughs> what was that again? I mean, franken I... I mean, ouch. Look, Maurice, under his mustache. It looks like he has a German mustache under that there fake American mustache. He's all small and bristly and right above his upper lip. Sign of a real German. Get him, boys! No, no, it's all a mistaken. Uh. Ah. Do it. Oh! Ah. oh so you have tackled me. I am on the ground.
0: Explain yourself, Jerry!
2: Well, I guess my real name is Dr. Wolfram von Stiegler. <gasps> Why, didn't FDR say something about this character, being a doctor and a German? I do recall that. Now remember, the only thing to fear is fear and Dr. Wolfram von
0: Stickler. He is a very dangerous German agent, possibly loose in the
2: New York metropolitan area. You must fear him, and if you see him, turn him in for a reward. President out. Why, you know what this means, Frank. We can get that reward? That's right, we can get that reward and also keep our job here at the munitions factory. And serve Uncle Sam at the same time. So you can never stop me. I am here to hunt and eat American pigs, citizens, and soldiers. There are many of us. So many, you could not count them on all your hooves. They're not hooves. They're trotters. <laughs> oh, since I've now. Well, it looks like we did it. Darn right good job here, Frank. Surely does. But we couldn't have done it if it weren't for Mrs. Rodriguez. Mrs. Rodriguez. Oh, thank you, boys. You're so good to me. Well, hey, as long as we can keep living under your fine apartment, and I guess as long as we keep paying rent, I guess we'll all be fine.
0: That's true.
2: Come together, boys, for a big hug. Oh. Aww. 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 Well, Maurice, it looks like our shift is just about up. Well, I think you're right, Frank. What say you to trundling this jerry down to City Hall picking up the reward, and then going
0: back to the apartment for some shut-eye.
2: Well, that sounds great, Frank. We'll always be friends, won't we, Maurice? I think that's right, Frank. As long as one of us doesn't die, we'll always be friends. Say, Frank, how do I know that you're not a German, just like that fake American sergeant said he wasn't a German? Take a look at my mustache, Maurice. Why, that's quite an American mustache, Frank. Give it a tug. Tuggle, tuggle, tuggle. And that's one sturdy American mustache, if I've ever seen one. That's right, so I'm not a Jerry. Don't be such a bratwurst, Maurice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Frank, I guess you could say we're just two pigs in In one blanket.
0: blanket. Join us next week when the boys face off against the Yellow Menace.
2: Um, Maurice, I appear to have been covered in honey. Uh, yes, and Frank, it seems like I'm covered in cheese. Well... All those rats are chasing you. And all those bees are chasing you. I'm covered in bees. And I'm covered in cheese. Next week on Two Pigs in a Blanket, here on NBC.
0: You're listening to KWUR, Clayton 90.3 FM. You can listen online at www.kwur.com. This is the K-Worth Theater of the Air, and we'll be right back.
4: Big fat Pig's supposed to look like that. Barnyard thug. Sleeps on straw. He calls it a rug. Yeah, it's a rug. Okay walking down the street and nobody's gonna argue with him. He's a half a ton of pig meat. Up in the hills above the farm lives a pack of wolves never did no harm. Sleep all day hunt till four. Maybe catch a couple of rodents In the meadow, nibbling on some clover where an old sheep just wanders over Sits by a rock, separated from the flock is just sitting by a rock Let's get down, wolf, let's get up, let's get down. And the light vigils the protest of behaviors. Animal behavior. It's animal behavior. It's pig, sheep, and wolves. Pig, sheep, and
1: listening to KWUR 90.3 FM.
0: This is the KWUR Theater of the Air. And this is Hustle Week. We wanted to take a brief moment and let you all know that this week is KWUR Hustle Week. It's a time where we can be honest and let you know that radio isn't cheap and that we need some money. We're not asking for much, anything, even a dollar helps to keep KWUR as one of the last completely freeform stations in the country. KWER provides students in the St. Louis community with unique opportunity to not only get involved with radio, but really shape how it works. So, please, we'd love to have your support. You can call in your donation to 314-935-5952. We have DJs manning the phones right now. If you'd like to write a check, you can mail it to KWR 90.3 FM Campus Box 1205 at 1 Brookings Drive, St. Louis, Missouri, 63105. That address, again, is KWUR 90.3 FM, Campus Box 1205, uh, 1 Brookings Drive, St. Louis, Missouri, 63105. You can also stop by KWUR Studios on Washington University's campus in the back of the women's building and make a contribution in person. That'd be fun. Uh, So you can mail in a check. I wouldn't do it. I would. We're awesome. Once again, you can mail in a check, come to KWUR Studios, or give us a call right now at 314-935-5952. To make your contribution. And because we love you so much, with your contribution of ten dollars or more, K Word would like to thank you with a gift. For ten dollars, you will get a DJ mix that was played at our DJ showcase. Twenty five dollars gets you a K word t shirt. Call in and let us know your size. Fifty dollars allows you to adopt a show. You get credit every week for making it possible. If you make a hundred dollar contribution, we'll name a part of the station any part after you for an entire year when you call us. When you call in, let us know which part you want. Finally. For $200, you can work with your favorite k DJ to craft a show that's all about you. Your music, your history, your life, whatever you want. If you make a $200 contribution, I will do that. Uh, to make your contribution, call the k DJ's Manning the Phones once again at 314-935-5952. Again, anything that you can give will be a huge help in KWUR's quest to keep radio in St. Louis free.
1: Awesome. I I honestly, I thought that you were concluding with the bring your donation to the station in person, Mm -mm. and I was going to suggest that you might get shivved.
0: We're not dangerous. (laughs) What what are you saying? We we are fine. David Reindström will
1: stab you. I will
0: not stab you. Vote bid on me for the K-word date auction. I will not stab you, regardless. Do not listen to the man behind the curtain
1: Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen
0: uh, the, my my
1: opponent has never categorically denied that he will not stab you.
0: I will not stab you
1: Why are you making why, why are you making that specific promise, David? Do you have a history of stabbings? Where's this coming from? I
0: hate politics so much.
1: I hate um I hate it when like you get peanut butter stuck to the roof of your mouth.
0: And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the legislative process. I believe that's what Harry Reid said the other day. I hate it when I get peanut butter stuck to the roof of my mouth. Well he said,
1: ooh, we have a phone we call. We have a phone call. Does the phone system work? I don't know. Let's find out. Throw
0: caution to the wind.
1: Hello? Caller, you're potentially on the air. Keep it clean. Hello? We
5: have a
1: phone call. We're getting something. Oh I hear us I hear us back. Caller, you're potentially on the air. All right. Okay, well, uh, Caller, perhaps try again while well, we play this next sketch and we'll, we'll work this out. Well, here's the thing.
0: Caller, if you would, please call back from somewhere with, uh, without a digital radio. Call back from an analog radio because then you'll hear us directly. The stream has about a five-second delay. Yeah. Okay, did you hang up on them? I, I did. But okay, so call us back.
1: Um, please, please call us back when we when we go into our next our next segment, and yes. uh, we'll we'll figure out our phone system. Yeah,
0: we'll do that, and then and then we'll come back, and I'll tell you more of the story of what happened when when Rick hosted his adventure.
1: Yes, indeed.
0: But first, we'll play another sketch uh, given to us by Dr. Bill Farber of Seagrove Community College.
1: Right, this is one of the uh, one of the recordings that we've been playing in a weekly series thus far that we're calling the Monsoon Season Chronicles. And, of course, the intro will tell you more about those. Here's Dr. Bill Farber.
0: December 2006. Three young journalists, Dave, David, and Alex, are shipwrecked on assignment. They awake on the shores of a haunted isle deep in the Caribbean. March 2008. Two steel crates of tapes wash ashore in Seagrove, New Jersey. The recordings describe the journalists' attempt to escape the ghost-infested island. My name is Dr. Bill Farber. I've made it my mission to unravel the mysteries of these tapes and find out what happened to those three journalists. I am releasing these recordings to the public as an appeal for information. If you are listening and know anything about these journalists, please contact me. I present you now with my unedited evidence. The Monsoon Season Chronicles. Nothing as yet, Captain. No sign of the giant squid, but she could pop up again at any time.
6: All right, crew. Dave, keep her as she goes. Aye, Captain. And Brian, let out the jib. Aye, Captain. I like the cut of your jib, Brian. Uh, thank you. That was the appropriate response, sailor. <laughs> it's back! It's going to drag us under! David. Evasive action! I'm evading! Mother David, where's that squid hacking broadsword?
7: Right here.
6: He stabbed it good! Well, I stabbed him. He grabbed the sword! Ah,
1: oh, oh, ah, uh, and now it's eating it.
0: My sword! We're completely defenseless! It'll drag us to the bottom of the sea for sure! The hell was
7: that? It was a ball of fire. Good Lord! Hit the
6: deck! Here comes another one! Oh. 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 Hit the squid! Ooh,
1: free calamari! Hmm, mm, 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 mm. Needs tartar sauce. Oh, hey! We get a beach. How convenient!
0: The uh, squid. Is it dead?
1: Of course it's dead, you nincompoop. I have killed it with fireballs. Oh, my goodness, an elderly roadman. man. Who are you? No one to be trifled with. You see this staff? It means I could kill you by looking at you. In fact, I don't even have to look. I smell you, and you drop dead. Dead like, a uh, salmon caught by bear.
6: Yes, sir. Thank you for saving us.
1: Save? I was not trying to save. I was trying to burn you to pieces. I was seeing you fighting big squid out there. And I don't want Swede on my island. Also you. I do not want you on my island. Don't burn us. No, I will not burn. I see that you are not even the robot. Uh, okay. For now. No burn for now. Come with me. What about our boat? Boat comes too.
0: Did he just levitate that boat out of the water? Also, sword. <laughs>
6: He pulled the sword out of the squid! Doesn't that make him the once and future king?
1: I am 30 kings. Maybe 40 kings at least. What? Follow me to tower. You can't miss it. It's only thing on island. Except
0: for goat. (laughs) He wasn't kidding. This is easily the smallest island we've ever been on.
6: And that's easily the most rickety-looking stone tower I've ever seen. What's holding that thing up? You know,
1: the usual. Scotch tapes, chewing gum, speed, mud, speed. Mostly magic. He's not a king, he's a wizard. You are a smart kid, you go far. Maybe one summer I hire you to clean up after goat. Okay. Everyone inside tower. So, this is lab area. Don't touch that, don't touch that. You can touch that, but do not be surprised when hands turn into frogs. There are more books in here than the Cairo Thebes Luxoropolis Royal Library. And more crazy metal tubing and twirling magical devices than Dick Cheney's heart. What's this globe
0: filled with green
1: fluid? A soul filter. Or soul vacuum.
6: And what's this spiky rope thing? Is dragon
1: leash. For taming dragons? No, no, no. Is leash made of dragons. Highest quality leather. Forgot. Uh, Okay, now that Steph is put away in Steph Room, I have to administer tests to see if you are robots. Here are tongue depressors, open your mouths and say judicial system. You first gum wire? Yung dishes and then super
6: solid Rachel?
1: Okay good, you all pass. What? Only the robots can say judicial system. But you just said it. I am fing wizard. True.
6: So, uh, now that we've got that out of the way, would it be rude to ask your name? No.
1: I am Nikolai Samuelovitch, professional
6: wizard,
1: amateur plumber.
6: And what is it exactly that you do here? I am hiding from
0: f-ing robots. Do you mind with the swearing? There are ladies present.
6: I don't f-ing care. Why are you hiding
0: from robots? <laughs> they are taking over my home on other island. This stinky Gulf
1: Green Island is only summer I come here, do research, plot revenge,
6: go back, burn to ground. You're gonna burn your own home to the ground?
0: It grow back. Why did robots take over your home?
1: They are working for evil genius of some kind. Skinny girl, dark hair, cute, in evil way. Oh boy.
6: Sounds familiar.
1: You know this evil genius house-stealing hooker?
6: She's trying to kill us. There were Vikings, and before that, Egyptians. What's an Egyptian?
1: <laughs> Dostoevsky. What does that alarm mean? I levitate the boat into upper stories of tower. Alarm says someone is bringing enchanted object inside.
6: Are you saying our boat is enchanted? Slightly.
1: More like Gerst. Oh my god. Does it turn into skeletons when the moon is full? No, turnip-for-brains. I am guessing it is attracting giant squids. This is why you are attacked. I am guessing cute evil genius girl is responsible. You'll see, when she take over my house with robots, she is have stealing all my magic books.
0: Great, she's a sorceress.
6: This goes no further towards explaining why this woman wants us dead. Did she enchant those people then? The the
0: Pharaoh? The Valkyrie?
1: I smell conspiracy. (laughs) Mmm, smells like bacon. This is not something to be done with my magics. She would have had to enchant
0: objects to make people do things. That's right. She gave the Pharaoh a new headdress.
6: Right shimmery it was. She influences the behavior of others with objects... Why not just enchant something that affects us, and have us all kill each other? She is evil genius. She is toying with you. Like cat toys with, the pants. Well, it stops here. I say it's time to stop running and take some action. I disenchant both for you, and then
1: we go back to my robot-infested castle. I kick robots out, you ask evil genius girl why she wants killing you, everyone wins. Sounds like a party. Okay, hold on. Let me remove enchantment. Is that it? Ha, you think magic is all fancy noises and special sparks? It is hard
7: work,
6: like potato fields. Let's get that boat back into the water. Forget water. Now, boat flies.
1: Where'd those wings come from? Now is Skyboat. He's both fit for 30 kings. Everyone in. Get those wings
0: a-flapping. To the skies! Wait, how are we going to get through that roof?
1: And we are temporarily back. Uh, This is KWUR 90.3 FM. It is. And you are listening to the KWUR Theater of the Air on that station. And now we're going to take a break.
5: Дим да задая придорожная, хоть и радость молодая, невозможная, точка небо бисахати, точ на море ще ракати, и обярдная дорога молодежная. I am from the ocean. I was <laughs> born in the I am never I am a sailor. 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 I I am a sailor. I am la sailor. la la Show me challenge, see can us to spin so 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 Those are the things that a home, that I have rosa, a home, that I have been 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 a home, that I
0: Okay, and we are back. You are listening to the KWUR Theater of the Air. This is Hustle Week, and we're trying to rake in as much dough as possible. So, Ladies and gentlemen, if you're out there, donate to the station. You can call us at, uh, what is that number, 314-935-5952. You can also call the station if you feel like talking to us, 314-935-5987. Or you can go to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash davidreinstrom, and plunk down a bid for, ooh, ladies. Ladies. And we have a call. All right. Let's see if this works. Work your magic, Mr. Man. Caller, you are... Theoretically on the air. Oh, God, that sounds horrendous. Hello?
3: Hello, this is the ghost of Alex's past. <gasps>
6: Alex Jensen!
1: Hello.
3: Hi, guys. I'm calling from the afterworld. Hi. Oh,
0: my Hi, goodness. Alex
3: Jensen. Alex hey. Jensen,
0: formerly of, of Newsworthy Ghost Island and, <laughs> and the KWUR Theater of the Air last semester. Yeah, our, our hostess sweet. with the mostest, would yeah. you say? I would say she is our hostess with the mostest.
3: Thank you. So Even though I was the only woman,
0: are, are you dead?
3: I, I just wanted your listeners to know that I'm dead because David Reinstrom stabbed me. Uh-huh. Aha! I, I didn't stab night. anyone.
0: <laughs> I stabbed no one. We have evidence, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Lies,
3: lies, <laughs> and statistics. No, no, it's a lie. Oh, okay, I'm not good. really dead. Yes. Well, that David's still stabbed. That's good. Good, good. I mean, good I job
0: covering, Alex.
1: I wasn't too worried about you being dead because we were still talking to each other, so right. I figured that it wasn't that bad. But I'm glad that you are not dead.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm actually just in Wisconsin, which is kind of the same thing. <laughs> but
0: tell, tell us all how everything is doing in Wisconsin in your postgraduate life. Yes.
3: Oh, you know, I'm unemployed and um, cold. So
1: are you? Are you, <laughs> are you calling from a box?
3: Yes. I am in a cardboard box. Um, rent is very low. Um, Good. You know, I don't eat or anything, and there's no shower. Well,
1: hey, you'll never so, get foreclosed upon you, in a cardboard here's box. Here's a trick. Here's a trick. Take a small cardboard box. Take two small cardboard boxes. Tear up one of them and mm-hmm. put it into the other one and then pour it on yourself. It's, it's like It's just like a shower. Really? Well, that I seems
0: more like a real estate
1: derivative to me.
3: See, I don't know why I didn't think of that. Gosh. Try it. Give you it a try. You are so smart. I'm so glad that I'm, I called. I miss you. Now, we
1: are, you are glad that you called.
3: I miss you guys, too. Um, it's really hard for me to um, listen to the show and not be there.
1: I know.
0: So, well, I, you should I can come imagine. Visit. You should come crawl it's, out of your horrible little box. And, and hop a plane or drive here. I still have your car fly, keys. Fly
1: your box, Alex, to St. Louis. Alex, I still have your car
0: keys. I have your spare car keys <laughs> Do you for the really? PT Cruiser. Yes, they're hanging up on my uh, on my bulletin
3: board at home. <laughs> yeah, the thing about that is, we sold my car.
0: So... <laughs> wait, 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 so wait, 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 wait! I've got the keys have... to someone else's car.
3: Yeah. So Who did you sell I'm not the car be to? Those keys anymore? But I don't know. We auctioned mm-hmm. it off.
0: Okay, let's track him down. Free car. I'm just going to start, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come to Oshkosh. I'm going to start... You're, you're just going to start putting the putting key the, into, yeah, every into every PT black PT cruiser, cruiser that I
1: you see. pass on the street.
0: This is the greatest idea ever.
1: <laughs> Maybe they're
3: listening right now. Oh I mean, my
0: goodness, they could be.
1: Well,
0: They don't Never know who know. I am. David, quick, describe me. Wink.
1: He's tall, dark, and handsome. No, 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 no. I'm Ladies. short
0: and I'm what I'm sh- I'm very short I'm like five two uh, I'm really squat I'm like 300 pounds um I am he he has a mole on his
1: eye on my eye I'm, one of, one of his eyes is just an enormous mole yeah
0: I'm, I'm actually part mole <laughs> he, he has a
1: round nose which he can use to sniff out truffles it's true
0: Ladies, ladies. Hey, Alexo, Alexo. Uh, would you like to put down a uh, a bid for me on the date auction?
3: Yeah, I was I was going to say that. I wanted to say that I would love to do that, but um, yeah, I don't. But know. you're living in a box. But, well, box aside, I mean, you know, I'm like 400 miles north. Um, so you know. I'll give you money but I don't know when we would be able to We go are going to get
1: you we are going to get you back into this city Alex Jensen. That's going to happen. You <laughs> mark my words.
3: Well, I don't have a car. So. We will we will
1: drag you kicking and screaming. Oh,
3: you, did, all right. Alex, did you ever
0: did you ever hear anything, you know, how, uh Bill asked us about that third crate? What that third crate for for the the monsoon season chronicles, do you know anything about that because we've been trying to get our listeners to see if they know anything about the third crate of records um,
1: right. from those journalists. The, the final yeah the final missing tapes from the monsoon season chronicles, if you recall
3: yeah yeah, you know um I might have them lying around somewhere you think really so, maybe I don't know. I have so many files and things and I All right. look I mean the box isn't that big, so you know they 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 can't be. Well,
0: (laughs) listeners, if you, like Alexander Jensen, possess a box that may contain the last chapter of the Monsoon Season Chronicles, please email us or email Dr. Bill Farber at drbfarber uh, at right. You know, I
3: I forgot how how incredibly entertaining (laughs) they are. Honestly, yeah. I was laughing so hard <laughs> at the last one.
1: <laughs> I'm glad. Like,
3: you should have heard me. I was dying. I'm, like, alone in my you. room right now. <laughs> just laughing out loud. Like, you mean okay. in your box.
0: You're this alone is... in your box.
1: Well, the, yeah, I, just... I'm assuming that the box is divided up like, um, like one of those crates where you, you put in those cardboard divisions. Right? Well, no,
3: actually, it's not. I just refer to my room as, like, the left corner. Oh, okay. The, okay. The, 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 yeah. Well, so, um... There you
1: go. It is awesome to hear from you, Alex. We're, we're, we're going to uh, take a short commercial break. Mm-hmm.
0: And then I'm going to finish telling the story. Yes. I mean, do you want to stay on the – should we ask her to stay on the line or do you want me to it's boot fine. you off?
3: No, it's okay. You guys only have ten more minutes. Okay. So, um I'm going to finish telling the story. I'm going to finish up and um, I'll talk to you soon. Okay. And I'm glad that you let me on the air. Hello, listeners. Hello, you guys Alex. Too. Hello. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hi. <laughs>
0: They're they're here in the studio. All of
1: them. Oh my God!
0: They're in my mouth.
1: Oh my goodness! Those listeners. There are so many listeners in your mouth, David. Oh
3: my God! I'll go get a doctor. Ladies. There. All right. Just don't panic. I'll be back with a doctor. Goodbye. Thanks, Alex.
0: Goodbye, Alex. And now a short, important message.
7: Father Time, and I'm here today to talk to you about swine flu. Swine flu is caused by porculons, tiny rogue protein strands that float through the air. Porculons are invisible to the naked eye. Even doctors can't see them.
3: There's something wrong with me, doctor. I feel sick.
2: Open your mouth wider. I'm going to stick this tongue depressor in, okay? Okay. Wider? Uh, Wider!
4: uh, I can't get my hand in there! uh, Wider!
3: Okay, okay, let's
4: see. I can't see anything, darn it!
7: Watch for these common swine flu symptoms nausea! Zombieism! Hermetically sealed chambers! Fire! Unrestrainable libidos! If you believe that you have any of these symptoms, seek medical treatment immediately, from a rifle. The only known cure for swine flu is to infect yourself with nanobots, tiny invisible soldiers who go into your bloodstream and fight the Porculon menace with lasers. All right, nanobot soldiers, we're going to jump over the side of this trench, and we're going to rush at them, and we're going to shoot those Porculons with lasers. Who's with me?
4: Alright, we're going over the top on three.
7: One, two, three! If enough nanobots shoot enough porkylons, you're cured! Yay! Unfortunately, modern science is not yet able to produce enough nanobots!
3: Mm. But don't worry!
7: Even now, NASA scientists are selecting the nation's best and brightest and loading them onto rockets bound for Mars. There, they will wait out the swine flu epidemic and return to our devastated planet as blazing otherworldly gods. And no, if you'd been selected, you wouldn't be listening to this. There is one consolation. Now you can watch the rockets escaping our doomed Earth with an Astro brand telescope. For only seven easy payments of 75 55 this high powered optical device can be yours. Just call 1 800 GO ASTRO now. And if you call in the next 10 minutes, Astro brand telescopes will throw in a free pair of trinoculars. Call to order your Astro brand telescope today.
0: And we return.
1: Yes, this is the K Worth Theater of the Air here on KWUR90.3 FM. You can also listen online at KWUR.com.
0: So, where do we leave off with this story? So so as you know, as I've been saying frequently throughout this episode, this is Hustle Week. Hustle Week! And you can uh you can bid yeah. on me, David Reinström. Hustle uh, week. Stop it by going to, to my Facebook profile
7: We're mm.
0: <clears throat> to win bread-making lessons with me, David Rundstrom, and also get a big old pot of beef bourguignon, which Dave has had before. Dave, how was it? Hustle Week! Yeah! And last year, our, uh, our dearly departed, that is to say graduated, not dead, um, <laughs> metal director Rick Andrews, wonderful guy, uh, did one of the first – we did the first um, date auctions, and he auctioned off a fairy tale meaning of life adventure to five of his friends. Yes. And so he said to me, David, I need you to be the king. I'm putting together a cast of characters. This is going to be like a live action adventure that these characters are going to partake in. So here's what happened. Uh, he said – the first thing Rick does is he creates a Facebook profile of this character named Kensington Lexington – and he takes a bunch of ridiculous photos of himself. Okay, and he's got this uh, this green wig, <laughs> this red pleather jacket, and these ridiculous tight khaki pants, and some silly uh, some some headband. Yeah, it's like a headband from a university. It says "Cox" on it. Okay, um, and I like this. Yeah, so that's his that's his his costume, and he all and that's so he's. Um, Kensington, Lex- Sir Kensington Lexington, astral Face dude from beyond the pale—I believe was his full title—and <laughs> he was a he was a member of the king's cabinet. And the king was played by me, and so he starts sending messages to these five guys. He, um, was uh, three girls and two two boys? The the five people who the won five, the auction. The five people that won the auction, right? Uh, the adventurers, he called them, okay. and and he wrote in this weird idiom, like sort of like a surfer dude thing. He called them duders and little flip. Um And he sent them he sent them each a letter um he slipped envelopes under each of their doors, and each letter had a small quantity of white powder in it yes wait uh um. and one and one fifth of a letter a a uh each you know so it would be one every fifth word of a letter, and so they each they all had to put the uh, the letters together to make a message that read essentially you know. Um, from the office of Kensington, Lexington, blah, blah, blah. For many countless eons, the kings of Washingtonville University Shire have guarded the mystery of the secret of the meaning of life. Okay. But, the eight, but recently, the agents of the netherworld stole into the inner sanctum and, you know, and, and took it. They grabbed it. They thiefed it. Um. And. Stole? Well, I said stole. They stole into. <laughs> and they stole. Yeah. They stole the meaning of life. Okay. Uh, and. Uh, my king, the great and mighty Gieber von Kleber, that was me, of Washingtonville University Shire, has asked me to search for the greatest warriors and, and adventurers in the land, and you are they. Uh, and so, you know, you are now in charge, you're now charged with this sacred trust to return the meaning of life to Washingtonville University Shire. You will find in these envelopes magic finger laser powder, and I want you to rub it all over your fingers. <laughs> in order to activate it, th- this, this is used to stun the agents of the netherworld. And so in order to to fire your finger lasers, you must shout pew-pew, pew-pew, like that. And you, you, point, you your, point your fingers. your finger at yes. the agent so, of evil you wish to destroy. So Rick says, okay, David, I need you to design a costume for King Gieber von Kleber. And we came up with a character, and he talked like this. He was very inert, uh, I am Gieber von Kleber. And I came up with this costume i got i got a I got a crown what we got one of those stupid cardboard Burger King crowns we turned it around yeah uh, and over winter break, I went home and my mother helped me make a a pretty sweet costume with a red cape and an ermine stole and uh, and a um a zebra patterned Sash out of felt that made me look sort of like James Earl Jones in *Coming to America*.
1: <laughs> I was really hoping you were about to you were about to invoke oh, James Earl Jones oh, chief, in *Coming to America*. Chief
0: inspiration: so black slacks, black shirt, zebra sash. Um, he, he
1: took the top the the handle part of our Swiffer.
0: Yep, I took the handle of our staff. Swiffer uh, and I attached a, an LED headlamp to it to make it a glowing scepter staff. <laughs> anyway, so so Rick's been contacting these these uh, five adventurers throughout first semester second semester comes around and it's time for them to meet the king he's been talking about you know the, the netherworld and the meaning of life and how they have to meet the king and finally the day comes when they're supposed to meet me and it's like early February maybe it's a cold night it's, but it's, it's a clear night and, and I've set up with two other people um, this girl Joanna and this guy, John, who are wonderful people. Uh, Joanna was my court page, Marduk, and John was Horlock the Lonely, the, the, my, my court sorcerer. He was the loneliest wizard in the land. A courserer. Yes. Uh, and, and we had set up in front of Brookings, which is, which is the main uh, admissions building uh, on Washu's campus. It's this beautiful, imposing, gothic-y thing. It's a castle. It's a castle. It is a castle, and so at the very front of this castle, we had set up a little court with like my throne, and they were flanking me, and I had my glowing staff, and it's it's a it's a cool, crisp, brisk night, and and it's starting it's starting to snow very gently, and the clock strikes nine, and as it strikes nine, Rick leads the uh, the adventurers up the steps, up the front steps, uh, and he brings them forward, and they kneel before me, and I explain the gravity of the situation. And I have not – I've only met one of these people before. I only know one of them, Laura. The rest of them I do not know. They're all unknown quantities to me. But Rick has had me memorize their faces on Facebook and just, like, learn pretty much everything about them that there was to learn, you know. Because what – well, we'll get to that in a minute. So, so they come forward and I explain how dire it is and how, how it is imperative that they must recover the meaning of life. And, uh, and, then, and then I say, say Katie, come forward. And at that moment, you know, you know, I, I have no idea who this girl is, she's never met me before. And this complete stranger is calling her name, and the look on her face just completely changes. She looks to Rick, and Rick looks back at her, and she looks at me, and I stare at her, and, and she's like, Wow, these guys are these guys are for real. And she comes forward and I say, Kneel, <laughs> Katie. And she says, Okay. And she kneels. And I take my staff and I tap it on her right shoulder. And I tap it on her left, and I say, Arise, sir, Katie. Of Washingtonville, University Shire. And in that way, we we knighted all of them. Uh, And, okay, we're running out of time, so I'm going to skip ahead. So, this is a great, long story. Um, But, at any rate, what happened was we knighted all of them, and they started going on these adventures, led by Rick, um, to prove their various worths as adventurers. Um, Each one of them, Rick had identified with a different virtue. And so they would go around to, they would go meet Warlock in his lair, and Horlock was, you were always instructed never to touch Warlock, and he was very lonesome. And so every time <laughs> the adventurers came by, he'd be like, hey guys, would you like to watch, and he would pull these things out of his cloak, would you like to watch season three of Friends? Need some Bandinos? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite was, my favorite was, he pulled a can of beer, he was like, would you guys like to partake in some Pabst Blue Ribbon and watch Spanglish? <laughs> And, 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 um, and Rick and I would always say, don't, don't let, you know, don't touch him. Just refuse everything he offers. But and they would go through these adventures, um, these minor adventures, and each time one of us would give them some kind of, um, some kind of trinket. Oh, and on the day we knighted them, we, our, our audience was interrupted by agents of the Netherworld, the two lead agents of the Netherworld. Okay. And they came up and they were like, You think you can win? And to be an agent of the Netherworld. This is Dover! Lightning! And in order to be an agent of the Netherworld. Oh, we're gonna go over. I hope Brent doesn't mind. <laughs> um, okay. Just, just, let's, let's wrap it up. Okay, in order to be an agent of the Netherworld, you had black lightning makeup under your eyes. Yes, Lightning! You had to wear all black and you had to wear a silly hat. Uh, and so the, the, the adventurers got into their first laser firefight with these agents of the Netherworld there. Uh, later in March, we had many adventures with these guys. Um, Rick wanted to make sure that each of them had an, a virtue identified with one of their like core skills. So they each had something they could do. So there was this one really long day in like late March that from about 4.30 to 11pm he had them just on one huge long adventure that would culminate in them receiving the um, the meaning of life. So... So first, Carly, who was a voice major, had to sing a duet. You know, she had to sight read a duet with the magical singing fairy. Peter, who was a very good guitarist, had to have a guitar, an air guitar duel with the devil, like with Satan. Uh, Michael, who was very good at poetry, had to woo two princesses at once from two separate balconies. One, Princess Narcissa, who loved only herself, and one, Princess Depressa, who loved only the bleakness of her own heart. Uh, Katie, uh, I believe, was a history or German major. And she had to fight the the Trivia Hydra, which was a bunch of people under a sheet uh, with holes in it. And every time she got – they would ask her um, German vocabulary and grammar questions. And so every time she got one right, the Hydra would lose a head. And every time she got one wrong, the Hydra would spring up with two more heads. So, so all of this is building towards – and Rick's been – recruiting constantly throughout this entire process. And he goes up to people and he's like, do you want to be an agent of darkness? Do you want to be an agent of darkness? Do you want to be an agent of darkness? And of course people say yes. Um, and so what this is all leading up to is this huge, this huge pitched battle. Um, the, they, get, they get the adventurers off campus. Um, and and while this is happening, we marshal, we have like 80 or 90 um, volunteers. And so the all, all, the, uh, all the adventurers leave campus uh, after, after Laura goes and has this fantastic rap battle with Sir Rappington of Rappingshire, <laughs> McBoombox, McDogbox, McDonald's. that was his name, you had to say the whole thing, and they leave campus, uh, they have all the pieces of, uh, they have all the tokens that they need to present to the Netherworld agents, so they go and they, they present these tokens to the trash trolls, who ask them trash-themed riddles, and when they complete these trash-themed riddles, they get the meaning of life, which is this manila envelope. Um, and, and they come back to campus and it's completely empty, just the middle of Brookings Quad and and it's just me and Marduk the court page and Horlock the Lonely the loneliest sorcerer and we're all standing there and they say King, we've got the meaning of life, we've got the meaning of life and I say wonderful, come forward come forward and uh, and we give them, you know, we say uh, this, is a, this is a great day for celebration you know, this is fantastic uh and and i say something i don't remember what that's a trigger like let us let us rejoice and all of a sudden out from the wings of the quad of this empty quad comes streaming this enormous marching bodily mass of, of netherworld agents like 80 90 of them all wearing stupid hats and face makeup and deadly you know like the black clothing and they're all just and they form they walk in marching lockstep and they form this huge ring around all of us and the adventurers take a you know they're really invested now it's been months they've been playing with this for like a long time and so they're now taking they're taking uh defensive stands around around me and my cabinet and they've all got uh they've got Uh, lethal finger lasers now. We upgraded them. And they get into a confrontation (laughs) with the Netherworld agents. The story's almost done. Uh, We get into a confrontation with the Netherworld agents, and they say, remember how we promised that if you completed all of our tasks, we would give you the meaning of life? And the adventurers say, yeah. And Jesse, the leader, says, well, we lied! (laughs) Ha ha ha! And he says, we'll be taking back that meaning of life. And one of them says, over my dead body! And, uh... And Jesse says, very well, open fire! And we get into this huge firefight. And... And Rick had told... With after, finger lasers. With finger lasers. So everyone's going pew, 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 pew. And right. people are just falling. Corpses are everywhere. When you, <laughs> when, you, know, when you get shot with a finger laser, Rick had told all these volunteers, you just have to take like 30 seconds to die as noisily as you can. So pretty soon, you know, it's like it takes eight minutes. And the, the field is just littered with the corpses, you know, of the fallen Netherworld agents. And they're just sort of wailing and moaning. And I uh, congratulate the... Um, the adventurers and just then another one of the netherworld agents rises up from the dead because she wasn't really dead and she shoots me in the heart me the king and i fall and i die and i give a long dying speech and i pass on the crown yeah it was awful i pass on the i pass on the crown to one of my subordinates and i say quick go into this other room take take the meaning of life now go. And then I died. Uh, and then they take the meaning of life and they go with Rick into this other room. Joanna Marduk is crowned the king. And they go far away and they open uh, and they're about to open up the manila envelope. Rick is passing it out. when all of a sudden two policemen jump out from out of nowhere and they say Rick, you're under arrest. And they grab him and they take <laughs> him away. Uh, leaving, leaving the five of them alone in this one room to read their personalized meaning of life statements which none of us were ever allowed to see and we were never to ask them what was in them. And that's and then we had a really, really sweet party. But we have cut into the next show long enough. I believe now it is time to end this program. There we go. So the moral of that story is donate to Kwerf for Hustle Week. Donate to Kwerf for Hustle Week. You can call us at 314-935-5952. All right. That's enough. Bring us home. This was a good show. This was yeah. a good week. Uh, yeah, when, this
1: has been the k Theater of the Air. I'm David Brunel Brutman. I'm David Rockstrom. We're out of here. See you next week.